healthy self-esteem in the world would mean that you fill yourself up with more and more of um, your value. And the more you value yourself, the healthier your self-esteem will be. The more people will give you kudos, the more you're going to feel good about that, and that's going to bring you to a healthier self-esteem. However, in Tanya, it seems that a self-esteem could be the opposite way, that you look at yourself lower than any other person. Even though you're a scholar, even though you're a Bainini who has complete mastery over thought, speech, and action, yet you consider yourself lesser than anybody else. Well, that takes a lot of healthy self-esteem. In other words, you need to first recognize your true value. And your true value isn't the kudos that you get from others. It isn't your successes, so to speak, in, in, in life. It's by understanding that what life is. Life is serving God, doing what God needs from us. And in that, is there really an end to it? That you've made the grade? You're successful? There isn't really a, a, a concept of success. Because whatever you've accomplished, that doesn't mean there isn't accomplishment. Success meaning, oh, I'm successful. Not like I'm successful. The world's self-esteem is, I'm successful. I was one of the three top, um, you know, medal winners in the games. That's success. But here, the success is something that you, in a sense, never reach. Because that's me. You you have accomplishments. Not that I am successful. Because if I am successful, then, well, I made the grade. And usually the sensibility is, I'm successful. Well, you're not. Or maybe there's someone more successful. So the more successful, maybe I'm going to be kind of jealous of them. The less successful, I'm going to look down at them. Whatever that means. Um, which, of course, there's no humility and there's no real growth and that's not really success. Maybe there's an accomplishment there, but it's not real success. Success, and, and therefore, it's a, a false self-esteem because the self-esteem is because I've done this, I've done that, I've accomplished that, I've you know conquered that and so on. And, now I could feel good about myself. The Altareb's perspective on it is you're here to serve God and what God needs. And in that sense, could you ever really be successful? It's like in marriage. Could you really be successful? You might have accomplishments, and there might be a great marriage. It might, can be a great marriage. But success, 
once there's that feeling, ah, I'm successful, I, that would be the beginning of a downfall. If I'm serving in my marriage, if I am giving in the marriage, so yeah, you've accomplished it, and it's a great relationship, and it's wonderful, but there's always your striving for more. To accomplish more, to be more, to serve more. That can only come from a very healthy place of a sense of who you are, of um, the true value that you have. True value, yeah. You're a godly soul. You're godly. At the same time, I can look at somebody else and feel lesser than them and be humbled. Since I'm here in the service of and therefore feel very responsible for that, someone else who doesn't feel that way, they don't feel that that's what their life is and that's why they're the Kalashibikalim, the simpleton of simpleton or the most worthy unworthy. You know, life is um, about, you know, me just filling myself up. So some people fill themselves up with just material pleasures. Other fill themselves up with spiritual pleasures. But it's all about filling me up. Right? Self-fulfillment, self-esteem. And again, it doesn't work because it's not the truth. But if I'm here serving, so in that service, I'm always going to feel a sense of incomplete. Not that I haven't accomplished, I've accomplished. So you need to know your accomplishments. But also you're going to feel incomplete because you're always seeking for more. You're always seeking to accomplish more. Because it's about the services, right? Recognizing that I am a godly soul that is invaluable to God Almighty. Well, what greater self-esteem can you have than that? So I don't need compliments from another. I don't need the, your kudos to feel that I am worthy and most worthy. Extremely worthy. But I'm not worthy because of the accomplishments because that makes me very self-absorbed, self-centered. And then that will make me feel greater than you because you have less accomplishments. But here, in this service, I can accomplish and know, though, that there's so much more that I can accomplish and focus on that, while another person who has accomplished a lot less, but in their struggle, they, to accomplish a little thing is such a big undertaking. And just to say the modani in the morning, 
Oh, they just want to turn over and go to sleep. And then just to eke out a blessing, they forget most of the time, and it's just like, you know, they're in a different world. For you, never forget a blessing. Never forget, you know, you get out of bed like a lion. Yet, in the fact that you're here in the service of, so you're always thinking of how, what, what more, what am I lacking that I need to fulfill more? Again, it doesn't mean that you don't have a comp you have great accomplishments, on the contrary, you have great accomplishments. But that way you could look at another individual and be humbled by them. Wow, what they have to struggle in order just to say a blessing. What they have to struggle just in order to achieve a minor little thing. Amazing. Beautiful. They're beautiful. And there's a truth to it. Because they are. They also have a godly soul. Ah, they're far from being a servant of God because they're into self-fulfillment. Which could be pleasure seeking or it could be you know spiritual seeking but it's you know in the service of self <laughs> right faulty self-esteem it's not something that can last and can really um really it, that can be authentic and real not not possible. All right, enough of my. Uh, I mean, pretty powerful stuff. Um, from here, we're going to go on to some amazing other things um, in tomorrow's chapter. Okay, question marks before you ask your questions. Uh, Davida. Does this apply more to the Balchuva more than uh, than some more observant? Tip to everybody. Are uh, are we able to attain the level of atzadik, or is that more unrealistic? Yeah, this is not about atzadik, by the way. This is not. This is the the uh, the the the, the or for us, we're bainini in training. Someone who is devoted their lives to what Hashem needs from you, as opposed to someone who's devoted their lives to just what I want. And even though that person will struggle to do what God wants at times, right? And it'll be a big struggle. Imagine most of your life is just thinking about what I can have out of life, what I can gain, materially and spiritually, as opposed to someone who devotes their lives to, to Hashem and what Hashem needs from me. So there's a big difference um, in goals and values and attitude um, and yet, this person that we're speaking about, who can be an embodiment, can be humbled to that person 
who is just, you know, self-absorbed. You know, maybe the good example is, you know, the child does something wrong as opposed to an adult who also does something wrong. And maybe the the adult does something that is just lacking something. It was an insensitivity, but it wasn't like a real negative, nasty comment. You know, a child can make a real nasty comment. And as we learned over here, that that person, because of their ignorance, it will be considered their deliberate sin as an inadvertent act. As a person who's an adult who knows better, right, or let's, for the metaphor's purposes, should know better, right, or does know better because they're learned and they are more of a refined individual. Yet, because of an, an oversight, it wasn't a deliberate sin. It was an oversight. It wasn't sensitive enough. I, I see that in my own life. That sometimes I'm not sensitive enough in a certain situation. And, and, and that's more grave than the person who's deliberate in their sin. Because I'm the rabbi. I'm learn, a little more learned, at least. <laughs> Should know better. And as our sages say, that's considered a deliberate sin. As, a pers- as opposed to the child or someone who is childlike, who is self-serving rather than God-serving, their inadvertence or their deliberate sin is considered inadvertent. Wow. That's how we could look at How can you get there? So again, if it's about accomplishments, right, and about self-fulfillment and self-esteem, well, my self is bigger than someone else's self. I, you know, made it to, I made it to the grade. I, you know, I got a, I got one of the three medals in the games, the game of life. I got a medal. You didn't. You're lower. That's, that's the self-esteem, self-fulfillment route that doesn't work. It's failing us. But what the Altareb is saying over here is, no, no. The, the one who is there to serve can still look at the one who is not there serve, out there to serve God, but self-serving, and still feel lesser than them because of their deliberate sin is inadvertent. My insensitivity wasn't even a sin. It was just a little insensitivity. is actually considered then a deliberate sin. That's how powerful um, this concept is. And that's how great this, the, the, the self-esteem of such a person is, that they can see themselves that way. And they're okay. Not only they're okay, they take that and they crush the negativity from within of of themselves and allow their soul to shine. And with that, I can't take any more questions today. I am really, uh, uh, I can, one second. I can't, today I'm not going to take anything on. I can just take it very quickly um, because I mm, have other responsibilities. How do we give up the concept of self in our transcendent consciousness and our divine soul that we remove the, the boundaries 
that are self-limiting. Well, this is what Tanya is doing for us every day when we're learning. We're becoming more of a godly person than a, um, you know, self-directed human being. A self, you know, a self-directed is mean you're doing bad stuff. It could be great. But that's what it is. Um, this portion is called aloneness and this focus on our abilities and not those of others. Yes. Being successful and security are the main, uh, are man-made illusions. Keep the wheel turning. Okay, excellent. Um, Michael, I, I'm sorry today. I'm, I, I've got to uh, leave right now. We will continue our conversation tomorrow. Um, Um, we we will continue the conversation tomorrow. I'm, I apologize that I um, on the run. <laughs> I'm Rabbi Ronnie Fine coming to you. Chabad and Gedesh It's a privilege, a pleasure to share with you the time. You have a wonderful day. God bless you. To be continued.